Welcome to the Grace-Filled and Graceful Podcast, where we break free from feeling like we have to be in constant hustle mode in order to hit our success goals while growing our online businesses. I'm your host, Jennifer Emanuel, and I share bite-sized, actionable strategies, systems, and tips that allow you to focus on your God-given strengths and experience so that you can provide a great income for your family and all in a way that feels good to your soul. Let's start today's conversation. Welcome, everybody. It's Jennifer, and I'm here today to do live. To start off today, I wanted to hit some quick announcements, and then we'll get into It's funny. Last week, we talked on the podcast about niche and how to find your niche and how to really niche down and the benefits of niching. Today is going to be a really great uh, exercise in you growing your business and uh, showing up, even if you don't feel 100% on it, anything can make you feel not 100% on anything. You have a bad night's sleep. You ate something bad yesterday. Anything, anything, anything. Um, We had some kids having an an emotional, two, we had the two kids both having some emotional stuff happening last evening. And so that kind of threw everything in a a tailspin. And so I'm not 100%, like, you know, when you're 100% on, like you're on it. That is not happening today, but I want to be an example of showing up even when you don't feel like what you're doing is perfect because that word can get so tricky. That's like a whole like book can be like a whole volume of books can be written on this. Right. But I wanted to just show up because I learned um, the idea that finished is better than perfect any day. If what you're feeling in wanting it to be just so is keeping you from actually taking action, that's when problems set in, right? So today we're going to have a great time. You're going to get to laugh at all my silliness of all all of my not perfectness um, because I want to show you that um, done is better than perfect. And I have, it's not like I'm completely unprepared for this. I have my notes and we're going to have a great time. And uh, who knows what I'm actually going to say. But I have been looking for a platform to host some extra extra special content. And I didn't know if I wanted to go with a, um, a blog platform or or what, how exactly I wanted to host it. And um, so in, in looking at all of these things, I wanted to be willing to jump into some, some new swimming pools to help you guys so that you wouldn't have to jump into the swimming pools, uh, saving you some time and energy, basically. So I was looking around, and there's some great platforms out there. But what Locals appears to be, now that I'm using it, is it's similar to a Facebook feed. So there's a feed and you can follow different people on the platform and some of the content that your favorite people on the platform offer is free, just like Facebook. Um, The cool thing is that there are no advertising. There's there's no advertising as far as I know. So there's nothing that's going to be trying to sell to you and getting like sometimes you can't control what pops up. I mean, you can tell it after it pops up that you don't want to see that again, but you don't have any control of what pops up, which can be annoying and distracting. Would you not agree? So um, the platform offers me to post things just like I would for Facebook. So a lot of people are really familiar with that platform and what it looks like. So you follow certain people, whoever it is that you want to follow that's on there. And then you have the opportunity to go in a little bit deeper with me. So you can 
check out the stuff that I have on there for free, which is probably going to be similar to what's on Facebook now. Um, but then there's also some other options where you can spend some more um, time with me. You can spend more um, in-depth. You have here some more in-depth conversations, some more in-depth ideas, some more in-depth training. And that is up to you if you want to participate in that. But there's a small monthly membership for that. And so it's called locals.com. And I'm going to be putting my uh, details, my contact information on the link under the podcast so that you have uh, the opportunity at least to check it out and see if it's going to serve you well. But I would love to have you part of that community. Uh, there's only so much time that you can sit and watch a YouTube video or, um, you know, scroll through social media. It's just not a good use of your time. And so if you want like a power pack. It's almost like, do you remember? Okay. 1980s. I was growing up and there was um, this game called Pac-Man. I think everybody knows Pac-Man. Um, but we had the original version. <laughs> and Pac-Man would be going on about its day trying to run away from ghosts. But every so often he would eat a power pellet. So that's what this uh, locals thing is allowing me to do to give you a power pellet if you want one. I want to be out there serving you and and um, supporting you as you're walking through this journey of growing your online business in a way that feels great to your soul. But if you need a power pellet, that option is there for you. So that's what that is. And underneath the video, you're going to be able to see um, that address. So uh, there's that narrowing things down to make your sales process go more smoothly and get less rejection. Remember last word I had, last week I had a hard time remember the word rejection. It's planted in good soil now, <laughs> that brain. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I should have talked about such and such first, uh, which would be exca excavating your strengths. Um, now, at the end of the podcast, I'm going to tell you uh, about something that I I'm putting together um, because I've gone through the process that I'm going to kind of go through with you today. I've gone through that myself many times and came up with thing that I do, signature experience. I'm going to tell you about that at the end so that you can really just process and listen to what I'm going to go through so that you can do this exercise for yourself. First, what we're going to do is I'm going to tell you when you're thinking about building an online brand, the first thing that happens is your brain searches for what do I know of that I can relate this to? So you've seen other online brands. You've seen Marie Forleo or you've seen um, any anybody that has a brand online. Uh, Kim Kardashian, you've seen. I'm talking about a personal brand, not like Target. I'm not talking about Target. I'm talking about somebody, a person is online and works with people that way based on products that they've developed. The first thing that you think of probably is the stuff that you're consuming. So you're consuming from a website or you're consuming their social media or the look that they have all about them, right? And we can get so caught up in the, the color scheme and the fonts and like the brand that would be what people see when they see, which is important, but it's less important than actually getting your information to them, okay? Okay. And so I want you to take that bundle of stuff that is the visual experience that a lot of people see when they are following or watching their favorite person online. And I want you to kind of put it in a, a box and just set it aside. And you're going to say, I'm going to get to that later. That's not the most important thing right now. The most important thing probably in your heart, too, is positively, positively affecting people. 
um, teaching them something that you think is that, you know, through life experience is really important or sharing a skill or helping them to stop a pain that they're having, helping to stop their frustration. Uh, so and that's ultimately kind of where I started my my process through is just being so I just feeling stuck for so long and feeling so frustrated for so long that started a whole new thought process. So I wanted just to give you permission to set all of that aside, branding, websites, software, like people helping you in the office, like assistant, like put that aside. We're going to sit here human to human and just focus on like the nitty gritty, the, the core. I left you with some questions last week. Um, so we're going to go through the questions that I left you last week. Hopefully you took the opportunity where you created some time to at least think about the answers to them. And then I'll go through some things that you can walk away with and focus on. All right. So here we go. Where you're sitting right now. What do you know? What do you know to be true? And as you know, I'm I'm over 45, but not yet 50. <laughs> You've seen, I should hope, you've seen some patterns in your life. You're like, oh, I know that I know that I know that I know this. I know this because I've lived it over and over and over again. Okay, so that, what is that that you know? I know that I know that I know that succumbing to hustle culture is not good for you mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. It's not for good for those people that love you. It's it's a lot of hype. It's a lot of smoke. And Ultimately, I believe that it, it you're spinning your wheels most of the time. You're not getting the job done. And if people are, if you're putting yourself in a position where people look up to you, you're not doing it with integrity. I would not want to show somebody a version of myself in this hustle mode. Okay, that's what I know. That's what I'm all about. That, okay, so what would what do you know that you know that you know? What lights you up and gets you out of bed in the morning? That um, was a good question that my friend Kelly who's one of my coaches, put in my head. Is there a, a, a different way that you would wake up, different energy, different excitement than, diff, than how you normally wake up? I believe that we have been on this journey in life and we've been all over the place and done all kinds of different things. And uh, every bit of the journey is important because we can be relatable to somebody else that we are supposed to be supporting. And I'm not a big fan of the word help. I don't want to be seen as somebody that helps somebody because I really do believe that people are um, capable of doing things themselves. And so I don't want to be seen as a helper. I want to be seen as a supporter, an encourager, your journey. what may, There's some defining moments in that, okay? Where you're like, you know, stick, stick this flag in the earth. This is a defining moment. That was a defining moment when that happened to me. Ouch, that was a defining moment. This, you know, this is when the pain got so big, got so significant that I couldn't go on anymore. I knew I had to make a change. Okay, those are the defining moments. Um, and it can be, it can be exciting things that have happened to you, it can be struggles that you've had, etc. Okay, so this one's simple. Your education. Are you structured or education on something, or is it um self-taught? What makes you unique? depending on where we are and our knowledge of ourselves, sometimes people can get kind of tripped up with this one. Like there's nothing unique about them or it's shameful to have any good things to say about yourself. When truly you are made in his likeness, but you are your own being. And there are things that make you unique. 
Are you an introvert or you're an extrovert? Do you love reading, but don't love talking? Do you love talking, but not reading? I think there's a, everybody walks a different way. I mean, we all use the same motor skills to move around, but you know, if my husband's far enough away from me, I, I can't tell exactly if that's him or not. I can tell it's him by the way he walks. There's just unique things. I mean, our fingerprints are, so there's something unique about you. So we're going to use that uniqueness to be part of your brand. And so what are your amazing achievements? So when I was going through this and I was thinking about who I am and what I bring, um, you know, I, I went to my previous experience in sales and working with people and comparatively amazing things that I had done with what I was given based um, compared to, you know, what other people had done based what they were given. And so that's kind of what I put there, um, overcoming uh, obstacles that could potentially have flattened me, you know, overcoming those hard things, refusing to give up. What are your hobbies? Because your hobbies not only says a lot about you as just a normal human being, and you're trying to relate to other normal human beings, it also helps you to know where, what communities you can hang out in, where you have something in common with them. And a lot of times people are really good at their hobbies. What are your most important values? Now for me, it's um, being able to be in a situation where I can keep my priorities in order, which are growing a daily relationship with God and being able to be there for my family, being able to spread the message that I feel like I've been given to the people that need to hear it. It's being the best version of myself that I can possibly be and putting myself in situations where all of those things can be priority. So what are your most important values? Because if we're not living and working by our values, there's a disconnect. There's a, it's not in alignment and you will not be able to reach what you're supposed to be if you don't feel like you're in alignment with what you're supposed to be doing. There will always be like an anchor that you're pulling or an emergency brake that you're trying to drive with on. A good question is, where are you now in relationship to your business goals? Are you just getting started with a thought? I usually work with people that have been in business for themselves for a little while and maybe have tried things that don't work. Um, cause that's where I was. Uh, I was just at a place in frust of frustration and I kind of had to reevaluate a bunch of things where you are now in relation to what your goals are. Cause you always got, if you're going somewhere, you got to know where you're starting from, right? Point A, that's where you are right now. And it's good to have a real, um, uh, clear view of where it is that you are. Sometimes we hide from that. Where are you financially? Are you in debt? Are you in a good place? Are you at zero? Are you, where are you? That Where are you with your relationship with God? Where are you with your relationships with the family? Because all of that stuff plays into how you show up to serve people. And those are just some of the questions that I go through with people when we are uh, going through this experience of um, clarification and excavation and relaunching a business that works a lot more effectively and feels a lot better to your soul. How our perspectives and our experience and our strengths and everything really carve out and make clear what we're supposed to be doing and with whom we're supposed to be doing it. And so 
I wanted just to slip this reminder in here that just because you are running with this gift that you've been given to help other people, you are not going to make everybody happy. And that is actually good. You're not going to be everybody's cup of tea, which is important because there's lots of different types of tea. And just because I love green jasmine tea and I cannot handle bergamot tea doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with bergamot tea and that there's there's nothing wrong with me. Okay, so I just wanted to encourage you that as you are digging down into these things about yourself and your, the niche that you're going to be filling, it is okay to not be for everybody. In fact, if you are able to please everybody, you will probably be miserable. So encouragement, there's your encouragement right there. Okay, so we covered some things that you should not be focused on right now, which would include like brandings and websites and software and who I'm going to hire to help only not because those things are bad, but because we need it to be as simple and clear as possible. And I don't want you to be by the things that you feel you need to have in order to go forward. We're going to wrap up with some things that you can take away from this and move forward. And then I'll have a fun little thing to share with you before we wrap up. Okay, so I have, um, you know, I've been working with a coach. Her name's Kelly Brock, and she's amazing. And you can get all of her information in in the show notes. And she has introduced me to a number of lovely people whom she has found to be valuable to her journey. And of course, when you surround yourself with people that are interested in growth that you meet some pretty amazing people. And so one of the people that she's introduced me to, just one of them that I love, is uh, his name is Alex Kuhn, K-U-H-N. And I'll put his information in the show notes as well. But I love how he loves to keep it simple, how he loves to work from you creating an online business from a space of peace that works around your priorities. He is all about family. He's all about helping people. He is all about integrity and doing everything, even sales, the sales process in a high integrity way. I, I really do look up to him. E, I got, uh, I'm on his email list, which you can get on his email list very easily. These are, uh, he kind of sent an email out the other week and I thought this was so clarifying, so simple. There's a lot that could be in our brains when it comes to building an online business. But these things really help to narrow down the most important things. And so the email had to do with building to a million dollars in sales in a year. And he had like 25 steps listed. And these were the first, I guess, one, two, three, four, five steps. He wants us to choose five problems that we're really good at solving. So when somebody comes to you with an issue, what is it? Is it do you see the same thing over and over and over? A problem, five problems that you're really good at solving. Then of those five, you're going to pick the three easiest for you to help people solve or support them in them solving these issues. What would be the three easiest of the five that you could help? So for example, if you have a product that you're selling, one of the five problems you're good at solving is helping to, you have a home goods product and, or you've, seen that a lot of people have the frustration of not being able to decorate their house very well. I kind of know what I like. I just, I don't know how to bring it together. And some people have been given that gift and it's beautiful. If I decorate it, it looks this way. And if I use somebody who has those talents, it will look like it's put together and it's finished. Okay. Um, so you sell a product that will help somebody alleviate that pain. That's one of the five things that you're really good at solving. Then go, then kind of go down a little bit. What would be the three easiest for you to help people solve? 
Okay, and that happens to be one of them, okay? Next, take those five problems. What are the two that speak closest to your heart? The ones that are like your, your babies. What would be the easiest one of those two for you to make money at? Now, he suggests that you take that narrow down of those two, choose the one that's easiest to make money from, and then commit to solving that problem for a year. So that's where I'm going to leave you this week is taking the, the questions that we asked about getting to know ourselves better and how we can take what we've been given and make it a marketable thing. And then marry that with the other information, the five problems you're good at solving and breaking it down. The one that's easiest to make money at. And you might not know that. You might you might not know even how to start that, which is fine. It's okay if you have that feeling. We can talk about that. And then commit to one year of just supporting people so that they can learn how to solve that problem for themselves. So wrapping up today's podcast, I wanted to tell you, um, I am creating this really cool experience because in working with my strengths and my experience and working with a coach, I've kind of cleared away the excess as to what I'm here to do. And I think a really part uh, of the journey that I take people through is this beginning part. So I'm going to ex- kind of explain what this experience looks like. And if you want more information on it, I, I'll put my contact information below. It's in its infant stage. So I'm excited to be sharing this with you as we're, as we're growing together. But uh, we'll go in a deep dive where as to where you find your business and you find yourself in business today and where we're, where we're starting, where we're landing. We're going to clear away a bunch of the excess to find out what might be holding you back. Because as I just went through, for example, what we just went through today and what I explained to you, you could see how that's one of my strengths. I'm able to clear away the excess, identify your strengths and then when lead, I'm going to lead you through finding that ideal client and identifying, that's the right word, identifying that ideal client. And then you'll walk away from the time with an ideal, an ideal action plan for your strengths and your goals. And then have three baby, baby steps that you can put into place immediately, you can implement immediately to start moving down the road because so much of not moving down the road fast enough has to do with fear and procrastination. And so these three baby steps will support you in moving down that road. And it's that momentum of just the push off that can start taking you down the road that maybe you have felt stuck at for such a long time. And as we're wrapping up here, I wanted just to say um, it's important Uh, as somebody who works for themselves to be a part of a community that gets you as well as being a part of a community where somebody that's just a few steps ahead of you can lead you. I know sometimes, at least in my experience, looking in at a community where the leader is so far down the, the road can be intimidating and it can be frustrating because I am nowhere near where they are. But when you find somebody that is paving the way for you and they're they're like right there, not too far away and supporting you as you walk, as they're, they're clearing the way right in front of you and as you walk, that is an ideal situation to be a part of. And so I invite you not only to enjoy this podcast, but uh, we have a a great group on uh, Facebook in the Gracefield, a graceful group. And that's going to be in the show notes if you want to be a part of that. Also, you're welcome to look at our locals account, uh, which you'll have uh, show notes uh, identified in there as well. Uh, but to be a part of the community, 
I invite you to hang out, get to know what's going on here. And if it makes a great match for you, we want to hang with you. We want to hang with you. So that is uh, the wrap up of podcast number five. I hope that it has been entertaining for you. That's for sure. And educational for you and giving you some ahas. Feel free to drop um, in there, uh, the show notes, wherever you comment on things, what you like best uh, about our time together today, maybe some ahas that you never would have had that thought before, or some confirmations that I had that thought before. It's just feels so good when somebody can say, I'm on the right track. That That's definitely, I've, I've heard people call that uh, God winks. So here's to you with my cold cup of coffee, and we will see you next week for podcast number six. And uh, I look forward to, in the meantime, hearing from you either on our group or uh, if you decide to join locals at that space as well. Bye-bye for now.